Yes, the New Jersey Devils lost this game, but is it as bad as it seemed? And also, what are my expectations for our future All-Star Jack Hughes? We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And before we begin today's episode, I actually just want to say one thing. Uh, tonight, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home, and I just want to say, best movie of the year, uh, one of the best films I've ever seen, definitely by far the best superhero film that I've seen of all time. So. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. I'm not going to even describe the plot. I'm not even going to go into that much detail because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. I just highly recommend it. So if you grew up with the franchise, if you love superheroes, if you love the Spider-Man franchise, if you love Tom Holland, whatever the case might be, or if you're just looking for a good film to watch with your family, I highly recommend Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, so let's talk about the New Jersey Devils, shall we? So they dropped this game against the Vegas Golden Knights by a score of 5 to three. Now, it's worth mentioning that the New Jersey Devils, uh, they have sustained their 10th loss in the past 12 games. So it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And it, it just seems like the tunnel is just getting longer and longer and longer. And there's just no uh, end in sight for the New Jersey Devils. And the fans are getting a little bit restless. So before we talk about that, uh, we're going to break this episode up into three segments. So segment one, I'm going to be talking about the pregame and my initial thoughts. And then I will give uh, in segment two, my thoughts on Jack Hughes and some recommendations I think uh, that could help Hughes take his game to the next level and then I will give you guys the stats from the game and where do we go from here because our next game will be against the Detroit Red Wings and uh, I don't know about you guys but I'm fairly confident that we can handle the Detroit Red Wings but uh, I will save that for segment three but uh, for segment one talking about the pregame so uh, we, we had another couple of New Jersey Devils go onto the COVID protocol list. We had P.K. Subban for precautionary reasons, and then we had Yes for Boquist. So, uh, yeah, they joined Ryan Graves and Nico Heizer on the COVID protocol list. And like I said a couple episodes ago, the NHL is having a current uh, outbreak of the coronavirus. It's not just them. Uh, the NBA is also facing it because a lot of their superstar players are either being sidelined due to testing positive for COVID or uh, for other precautionary measures. But nonetheless, I told my opinions a couple episodes ago. I feel as though uh, having a two-week suspension is not really going to do much good for the league. And also, I can guarantee you 100% certainty that I do not think the season will get canceled because uh, if it does get canceled, it not only will affect this season, it'll affect next season and the season after that. And we can get into a situation like the MLB where we have a lockout and basically we're just at an impasse. But I gave my thoughts to that a couple episodes ago and I'm going to leave it there. So in terms for P.K. Subban, uh, P.K. Subban is asthmatic. So maybe he was having shortness of breath. And as for that kind of reason, they just said, you know what, we're not going to take the chance. So we're just going to sideline you for this particular game. And yes, we're both. I don't know if he tested positive for it or not, but nonetheless, he joins Ryan Graves and Nico Heizer on that list as well. So uh, looking at my uh, initial overall thoughts for this game for the New Jersey Devils, um, 
the one thing I just want to say is that I appreciate their heart. I appreciate their grit. I appreciate the determination for this particular game. However, you cannot trail the uh, entirety of this game and expect to come out victorious, especially against a team like the Vegas Golden Knights. I, I just don't think uh, it is possible in that sort of way. So if you guys checked out my Twitter before the game, I was talking to Pucks and Pitchforks uh, official Twitter page and, and they said, can you give a prediction? And I said, the Devils will lose this game four to one. So they, they proved my prediction wrong. I, I knew the Devils were going to lose, but I, I the effort was certainly much better than than I anticipated, and I love that from the Devils, especially within the final 15-second frame in which Gearston, and, you know, he's just out there just trying to get his money's worth, uh, picking a fight with a couple of Vegas Golden Knights players. I don't think the Vegas Golden Knights did anything wrong when looking at the replay. Maybe they said something to Gearston, but uh, just my initial reaction and thought to that is just that I, I think Gearston was just looking for a fight and just trying to, you know, uh, just show everyone why he remains on the, the Devils roster but I, I, I kudos for him for just trying to get a payday but at the end of the day that that's just stupid and that's just being reckless and quite honestly that's not something we need because literally a few moments later we saw uh Leonard the goalie for the Vegas Golden Knights going after Kevin Ball literally like Leonard took off his helmet and basically was looking for Ball or Gearson I don't know who he was particularly looking for but still it's just like we're gonna lose the game there's really no point in being an absolute um I'm not gonna cuss on the show an absolute puckhead uh for for safer terms there's really no reason to be doing that but like I said I I I think the overall goal for Gearson was just a uh, hype up the fans, hype up his teammates, and just give the Devils that extra spark they needed. And by golly, they did need it. Be but at the end of the day, I, I, I do appreciate the Devils from they they were trailing four one at this point, and obviously uh, hope was looking bleak. But Thomas Tatar was able to get a power play goal, then Jimmy Vc was able to get a shorthanded goal. So um, the, the, the those were definitely the spark plugs that were needed in order for the New Jersey Devils to possibly make a miraculous comeback. So Thomas Tatar getting that power play goal was uh, huge for him because I always say that Thomas Tatar is just the most unlucky guy on the Devils roster because quite honestly, guys, I don't think he is doing as bad as people project him to be. Unfortunately, like he gets good shot opportunities, but they just don't go into the twine. So the thing I always say about uh, shooting a puck is like there are like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different forms and releases in terms of just trying to shoot the puck but at the end of the day when it leaves your stick the, the result is still 50 50 either it goes into the back of the net or doesn't so Tatar unfortunately is just an unlucky player but the fact that he was able to get that power play goal uh, you know I'm sure Mark Recchi was very appreciative of that because Mark Recchi and Lindy Ruff were definitely hearing it from the devil's faithful this game just be I, I, I saw the tweets I saw the reaction and then I am not crazy uh, I, I was hearing fire Recchi or you know fire Ruff or, or fire Lindy or something like that and I was just like Yep, <laughs> the Devil's Faithful, similar to where I'm at right now, is getting a little impatient. And this kind of loss and this kind of effort at first from the Devils was just like, uh, this could be the final nail in the coffin for Lindy Ruff. But I still feel as though he has a couple more lives, but he's like a cat, guys. He has like nine lives. and um, But uh, it's, it's actually kind of interesting because one of my... Uh, fellow Devils podcasters, Jersey Joe, he actually messaged me this morning and I, and he said that if Lindy Ruff miraculously does survive the entirety of the season and the Devils do bring him back for next season, then his leash next year will definitely be much shorter compared to this year. But 
overall what killed the New Jersey Devils in this game in my opinion bad goaltending and bad defense so you can say whatever you want to say about Subban but here's one thing you cannot deny he adds more depth to this roster so with him and Ryan Graves being out you lose Ryan Graves one of our best defensemen and then you lose PK Subban who brings uh, some more depth to our our roster so you you, you could say whatever you want to say about PK Subban but you cannot deny that fact and when you lose someone like PK Subban when you lose more depth to your blue line you're just thinning it and thinning it and thinning it and it's not looking that good and then you got to put your trust in players like Kevin Ball and also Mason Gearston so explain to me how both Gearston and Ball played less than 10 minutes on the rink so they played the least amount of time amongst all of our defensemen who played tonight and yet somehow some way both of them have a plus minus of negative two so let that sell in now I'll give credit when credit is due Gearston did have three hits but another thing that frustrates me about Gearston is that he's just being a a, a, a complete idiot out there and picking a fight with the Vegas Golden Knights when we're about to lose a game I don't know what was said I don't know what the Vegas Golden Knights did in that circumstance but I don't think it justified a fight and Gearston somehow some way got 10 minutes in the penalty box so you, that kind of exonerates the three hits he has and that's all that people are going to be talking about and like I said I guess that's how he's going to feed his family that's how he's going to keep his NHL spot but uh, that that was just stupid from Gearston in my opinion and that's just something that can not happen and that just looks poorly on our organization in my opinion like I'm all for hockey fights guys but pick your battles that that's what I've always been taught so once again Ball and Gearston both had negative two plus minus and yet somehow some way both of them played the least amount of time on the rink amongst all of our defensemen so let that settle in and now going back to goaltending I said it in the last episode goaltending has been a huge issue for the New Jersey Devils this season I love Mackenzie Blackwood and I think he can do something special in this league but his performance in this game was just like it's what I've seen the entirety of this year which is sometimes he's not making the saves that he's supposed to be making like I get it sometimes a defense can lapse and sometimes they can leave you out to dry he's had a few great saves this season that are definitely worthy for save of the year but at the end of the day like I'm just seeing too many instances like on that Carlson goal and also that wall goal it's just like Mackenzie like can you please make that save so for that Carlson goal uh, I believe Ty Smith was trying to knife the puck away from Carlson and I get it there was a defensive lapse and uh, you know they kind of left you out to dry but when Carlson shot that shot it was just like but Blackwood, you just stood there, and you and you and I don't think he even came close to it. I think he was trying to use his blocker to uh, knock the puck away. But uh, I was just like, "Oh, that's not good for McKenzie." And then uh, for that wall goal, it was a two-on-one uh, situation. He just let a shot go, and it went right past Blackwood. And I'm just like. Okay, uh, Mackenzie, you got to make those stops. Look, I get it. Your defense is not really the best right now. I talked about Ball. I talked about Gearston. I talked about uh, Smith as well. And, you know, Smith was able to get an assist this game. But um, the, the, the one thing I say is just like, you got to make those kind of saves. If you want to be something special in this league, you got to make those kind of saves. So, once again, poor defense and poor goaltending were the Achilles heels for the New Jersey Devils. And it's been the same story the entirety of this year. Year. So the offense showed up surprisingly. I thought the offense would get neutraled in uh, the, this game against the Vegas Golden Knights, but 
uh, somehow, some way, uh, thanks to Jack Hughes, we were able to strike first and lead one to nothing. And we'll talk about Jack Hughes in a second. But first, I want to give you guys the first live read this morning, and it comes from our good friends at Stat Hero. So no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are long-term losing propositions because you never know who or what you're up against. So Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups winner take all and here's the crazy part stat hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one this never before seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has stat hero players clocking odds that are over four times better why because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns stat hero puts you in control of your fate with stat hero you are in control of the stakes you decide how much you're going to play for and stat hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them stat hero head-to-head is what daily fantasy should be one on one so sign for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. Again, that's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so I want to shift my focus over to the kid, Jack Hughes. So Hughes was able to score the first goal of the game for the New Jersey Devils. He was at a rebound opportunity, perfect location, and able to knock it on past Leonard. So the one thing I want to say about Jack Hughes is that for the most part, he knows where to go. He always seems like he's always in the right spot. He gives us great offensive zone presence. And the thing is, is like his numbers, nothing spectacular uh, so far this season. 11 games played, 5 goals, 3 assists for a grand total of 8 points and a plus minus a negative 4. I've talked about it in a recent episode where I think Jack Hughes needs to just step up his game just a little bit because I think enough time has gone by of him making his return from his shoulder surgery to now that I want to see more of a bigger impact from him because we've been talking so much about him when he was out saying he, you know his takeaways were big, his offensive zone presence was big, his overall facilitating the offense was big for the New Jersey Devils, and I'm just expecting a little bit more from him. Now, how much more am I expecting from Jack Hughes, you might be asking? Well, the big storyline going into his sophomore year was just how much more weight could he gain because it was easy for his opponent to just move him off the puck which is one of the reasons why he struggled his rookie year so the fact that he was able to gain 15 pounds during his sophomore year was a big dividend for him and it did him a huge service of doing so because his improvement was just night and day now I kind of saw a tweet during the course of the game and I actually agree with it basically saying that you know Jack Hughes unfortunately he didn't have the benefit of playing in college so Basically, he doesn't really have that uh, bridge of just dealing with a bigger opponent or just dealing with um, big bodies in general because he went straight from Team USA to the NHL. So he didn't take the route of what his brother is taking, which is play a couple years at the college level just to basically get ready for the NHL. And I basically do agree with that because Jack Hughes, and according to the tweet as well, 
um, is basically setting himself up for another big injury. So what he needs to do is just study the game just a little bit more and overall just find ways to just brace himself and just put himself in a better position to score while at the same time not putting himself in any uh, danger to injure himself. But like I said, him just not playing at the college level kind of does him a disservice in that regards. Now, I'm not saying that he should have gone to college. I think he is ready for the NHL. He, I just want him to go from being a good player to a great player. And am I nitpicking a little bit? Sure. But at the same time, I think uh, all of you can agree is that, you know, with Jack Hughes uh, signed on for the next eight or so years, we need him to just be that superstar player because I think five years from now, we can possibly talk about Jack Hughes being a multi-time all-star. And I genuinely believe that. However, he just needs to make those tiny improvements to just, um, you know, take his game to another level because we talked about it uh, last year. Uh, in which he needed to gain more weight in order to be more effective. And lo and behold, he was more effective last year and he was able to get the best out of uh, a couple players that are struggling this year. And then for Jack Hughes uh, uh, coming into his uh, junior year of the NHL, we, we talked about just like, well, where where is this game going to go? It looked like it was going to skyrocket uh, high. I predicted uh, before the season that uh, if all goes well, maybe he could score anywhere from 70 to 75 points. I genuinely believe that. Unfortunately, that injury setback is definitely going to hinder things. And also with the struggles of the New Jersey Devils organization is not going to uh, make a case for him either. So overall for Jack Hughes, it's just like, you know what? He just needs to do those little things just to take his game to another level. And I genuinely 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 believe he can do so because like I said all he has to do is just study the game a little bit more put himself into a better position and you know I know his second goal didn't count for anything but just bear with me for a second that could actually be a good confidence booster for Jack Hughes just because like uh look I get it like I mentioned doesn't count for anything I personally don't think the Devils were off sides um I know the referees looked at the replay. I know we have all that technology, but but just based on my perspective, and maybe I'm alone in this, I, I really don't think the Devils were offside. So uh, obviously that uh, second goal that Jack Hughes was able to score late in the third period didn't count for anything, but that could still be a confidence booster because you know Jack Hughes could think, uh, like, look, I got two pucks in the back of the net that game, and I almost uh, cut the lead to one for my team, even though realistically the Devils weren't going to win it because I think at that point the Vegas Golden Knights had already gotten their empty netter goal. So, uh, you know, it, it was a valiant effort, but it would have come up short either way. But still, you know, Jack Hughes could think to himself like, you know what, I was able to give my team the first goal of the game in period number one, and I was able to just cut the lead to one in period number three. So when looking at it like that, I think Jack Hughes can just use that as a confidence booster just to say, you know what, here's where I stand. Here's where I position myself. Here's where I make my team more effective because I genuinely believe, like I mentioned before many times um, j just previously, Jack Hughes can certainly be a multi-time all-star. And I believe that. And that is, I guess, my hot take for today. And you know what? I think Jack Hughes would look good with a beard because he just needs to look a little more fierce to just strike some fear into his opponents. However, uh, I don't think he's able to grow one, but I have a beard and it's happy and it's healthy. And you know what I use? I use Primal Origin Oil. So got beard, get Primal. You heard me right. So maybe you're the guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet, Primal Origin Oils, they got it all, let me tell you. They make bombs, oils, 
and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feeling beer products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the good old US of A. The combo kits make a great holiday gift and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. So, like I said, I have a beard. It's happy, it's healthy, no itches, and it, it looks good, like I mentioned. So just look at my uh, Instagram pictures. So I use Primal Origin Oils. So we know that every company claims that they have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to the other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the promo code Locked On at checkout for 20% off. And I think it's time for you guys to get your playoff beard. But remember to make it look happy and healthy with Primal Origin Oils. So to wrap up this episode, I am going to give you guys the final game statistics from our matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights. And then I am going to uh, tell you where we go from here. Because quite honestly, look, I get on paper, it doesn't look like we played that well. However, there's a few positive takeaways. And especially for my Jack Hughes segment, I think I can relate it in that regards as well. So shots on goal differential, 30 to 26 in favor of the Vegas Golden Knights. Face-off percentage, 48% to 52% in favor of the New Jersey Devils. Power play opportunities. Vegas Golden Knights, one for four. Devils, one for three. And also remember, the Devils got a shorthanded goal. So that's also uh, something to uh, write home about. And you know what? Look, the Devils, they didn't have many shots on goal in period number one. However, period number two, they really improved upon the their opportunities in that regards and then uh period number three i'd say it was you know give or take because vegas still had 10 and devils still had five but still uh devils played a little bit better in that regards and you know like i said uh that that, that last goal by vegas golden knights was an empty netter so just putting that out there hits 15 to 6 in favor of the new jersey devils like i said i appreciated a player like gearston for getting three hits however i kind of bashed on him for being a knucklehead however uh he was able to contribute with three hits same with Jimmy VC and leading the way was Nathan Bastion with four of them so Nathan Bastion just trying to give that energy to our bottom six and like I said even the Seattle Kraken didn't appreciate him we certainly do and then blocks 16 to 9 in favor of the Vegas Golden Knights and then giveaways the Devils led in that category 11 to 3 so looking ahead to the Detroit Red Wings game I'm going to save it for uh, tomorrow's episode when I uh, give you guys my pregame uh, episode like I normally do. However, I will uh, just give you a little bit of a snippet of what I'm thinking from a general standpoint. So the Red Wings just lost their most recent game to the Carolina Hurricanes 5-3. I feel as though that's a game that we could potentially win. And this is a game where this is basically going to be uh, Dawson Mercer's kind of game. Just because Dawson Mercer is going to be going up against Mo Sider and also the big guy, Lucas Raymond, who currently um, is a favorite to win the Calder Memorial Trophy, barring anything catastrophic. So Dawson Mercer, like I said a couple episodes ago, I'm expecting a little bit more from the last few games. This game, he didn't really do much of anything. Uh, Had a plus minus of negative two. Uh, So overall for Dawson Mercer, I'm just expecting him to just maybe potentially go off against the Detroit Red Wings. This is a perfect opportunity. You got the uh, front runner and then you also got the possible runner-up going uh, against your team, you have a chance to do something special and to show everyone why you deserve to be in the top three, top two, or even be that favorite to win the Calder Memorial Trophy. Do I, do I think he's going to win it at this point? Definitely, probably not. 
<laughs> just based on how the Devils are playing, based on how Dawson Mercer has been doing the last few games, because his uh, last four games have been nothing but zeros, and his plus minus is, uh, well, negative four <laughs> the past four games as well. So overall, Dawson Mercer is kind of in a rut, but you know what? Here's a perfect opportunity to get out of it. Like I said, I'll save it for tomorrow's episode, but that's basically my two-cent opinion going into our next game against the Detroit Red Wings. I know it's been a little bit of a struggle. I don't know when we're going to get Ryan Graves back. I don't know when we're going to get Nico Heizer back. I don't know when we're going to get Boquist back. I don't know when we're going to get Subban back, but man, I'm, I'm going off a list at this point. But, you know, at, 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 the, at the same time, you know, we just got to be patient and, you know, we just got to be adaptable in terms of just uh, who's available to play and who's not available. So we just need next man up and that's our mentality. So let me know what you guys think on my Twitter page, Locked on Devils. As for today's episode, that's about all the time I have for you guys. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.